time parameters. Nine minutes. Hello and welcome to the DS9 Minute, the green shirt minicast where we discuss an episode of Deep Space Nine in less time than it takes to fully melt an EJ7 interlock. I'm Cameron Harrison, who is just now becoming a DS9 true believer, along with Rob Campbell. Uh, I don't believe you. And those who have already <laughs> answered when the prophet spoke, Miss Bobby Blue. Double down, I have like all the testaments I'm so in. And John T. Bolt. Uh, no, I answered when the wormhole appeared. I don't know what you're talking about, prophets. This is science. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this week we watched In the Hands of the Prophets. Producer John, light that fuse. All right, here we go. Uh, blood pops, uh, gym just sticks. I hope they're mentioned. I hope they're like Yamak sauce and they're often re mentioned all the time. <laughs> you just led to a joke. I didn't think about like, what are they doing with all my old tampons? Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, Yummy. Okay, that's not a joke. Um, I love the way Ke- Keiko represents the ideology of teaching, which is fucking great, but mm-hmm. they always show like teachers in the worst ways on show. Like, you do not cold call on students. That's a horrible strategy. <laughs> However, they're nailing it. There are computers at every desk now. So Keiko's goes on to something. Uh, guys, Louise Fletcher finally showed up as the Sydney Opera House head. Oh, uh, very excited for this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I hate her already. I, I've heard she's one of the biggest villains of all time. Hate her already reminded me of that religious zealot in the mist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I really like how Keiko and Miles, like when they have their scenes together, they are a good couple. They're a fun mm-hmm. married couple. They're a believable married couple. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, start an innocent conversation and the guy just walks right into a trap. Like, ugh, come on. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's true. Uh, Cam just yanked two of my already piddly <laughs> little notes. Uh, but yes, Wynn is a good villain. I love a good Dolores Umbridge type. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't hire Nurse Ratchet to play a fun rom com like Pixie Dream Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like O'Brien's toolkit. I wish mine was like that because I would never have all my Allen wrenches and drill bits just falling all over the fucking place. And I mean, I want that. I want that toolkit. Yeah, he is. He is very Kaizen organized for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll jump into the Keiko love. Uh, loved her. And uh, I really loved the her versus win dynamic. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing we're not going to see a lot more of that going forward that she climbs the ladder of who she butts heads with but i loved it in this episode yeah every scene with louise fletcher where she interacts with somebody new it's like i hate you i hate you so much so good i hate you and i'm glad hearing that cam who's never seen this series hates her so much because (laughs) that's all she deserves she's so good yeah Yes. Uh, on the other hand, I do really off right off the bat like Zen Garden guy, uh, B- Braille. <laughs> oh, Braille. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it makes me wonder if maybe the you know this show's pretty smart. So maybe in the future, maybe they'll turns out one's going to turn. Uh, you know, I, Ooh, there's a, a chance that one of them could like be redeemed or you know be a secret Snape or whatever, and the other one could be you know who knows maybe one's maybe they're going to flip in their in their esteem. You never know. Mm-hmm. True. Um. Uh, couldn't this have been all solved with like just like let's offer a theology course or um but maybe with all the different races and beliefs it's like not really like you can't really do that with like one teacher with all grade levels and all age levels like how is how is Keiko supposed to like handle all the theology of all the peoples like she probably couldn't even handle like the Varangi death ritual so <laughs> I mean maybe they just yeah. like start with the guest speaker like Vedic Win. why don't Squeaky you come wheel, in man. tomorrow yeah. and start with Bajoran nope. spiritual leadership no, you do not let those people into the classroom. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of religious zealots, man, I freaking hate them. I just, I cannot with, ooh, 
Bader's really pretty. I mean, maybe I could go to church a couple times a week if I could live there. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good matte painting. Uh, Rob, to build off your point, I will offer you, I'll, I'll give you like a month to write down your prediction for what happens with Wynn and with Burial, and I'll give you a hundred bucks if you're even remotely close, and you will not be <laughs> remotely close. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. I would like to add 50 cents to that bet. Yeah. I've watched a couple, I've watched a little bit ahead, but I don't know. Full on screen R-rated sex. Uh, my hot tip for the day, don't be half asleep when you try to follow the mystery of the melted Aquino. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I was. I wasn't really quite paying. I couldn't figure out what was happening exactly with uh, O'Brien's uncovering the mystery. Uh, gotta be weird. Always being like ear molested. I mean, what <laughs> yeah. a fucking weird thing. Ooh. Do we get to see that happen to Quark at some point? He just Ooh. gets like it's always like a punishment. Don't you ever fucking? And Cisco's is like, go ahead, rub it. Tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah, you got your umak spot, your punishment spot, and little paw spot. But yeah, Cisco saying that the, the that one dude has the Federation's full support at getting rid of that tradition made me laugh. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Rob, I I, was, I thought it was a fantastic weaving of the murder plot with the political machinations. Really good. Reminded me of Game of Thrones season one. Uh, I am very very sad at how uh, still current this episode is, representing a lot of hmm? uh, issues we have these days between consent and religious overstepping into everyday society and zealotry and yeah it's like wow this is sadly a really 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 evergreen episode sadly still similar a lot of them have been i think a lot of the themes have been evergreen my the rest of my notes are going to be from imdb's trivia and or the goofs <laughs> section uh when miles o'brien's trying to decode the ana routine one of the sequences <laughs> reads gene rod which is a reference to Gene Aww. Roddenberry. And another one reads ncc1701 uh from the <laughs> uss enterprise called song mm-hmm. Oh, I, I didn't pick up on that. And I fucking love that. That's good. Um, well, I'm just going to piggyback off of Rob and just fucking like surf on my own wave. How about these other laws of acquisitions besides number seven, which is keep your ears <laughs> open. Number 21, never place friendship about profit, a.k.a. does before bros. <laughs> number 31, <laughs> never make fun of a Frankie's mother. Insult sometimes something he cares about and said, a.k.a. no yo mama jokes. Number 113, mm-hmm. always have sex with the boss, a.k.a. sucking lobes is an honorable way to climb the profit <laughs> ladder. Number 147, people love the bartender, a.k.a. duh. And number 284, deep down, everybody's a Ferengi, a.k.a. we're all fucking greedy fucks. <laughs> uh, well, I love the sneaky serialization of this episode. We've had the growing tensions between the feds and the Bajorans for a while now. Putting in Neela early, I totally thought she had showed up in The Forsaken, but that's because she was supposed to be the Neela character, but then apparently oh. they thought she wasn't assassin enough. Ah. Uh, her name was Anera, which is why the computer program is ANA. ANA? Oh, nice. Yeah. That makes oh, sense. I like that. interesting. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I just love the conversation between O'Brien and Odo leading into the explosion scene and just <laughs> the unspoken Odo holding O'Brien back from just like, let her burn! Like, come on, Odo's <laughs> wife might be in there. Like, are you going to go and try it? Like, uh, I'm pretty sure changelings can handle fire a little bit. Mm. Uh, according to IMDb, an early idea for this for this first season finale was going to be a crossover with Next Gen and have Cisco and Picard and the crews work together to fight mm. an invasion. What a broad mm. general plot. <laughs> fight an invasion. Wow. That was the idea they had. Hmm. Oh, thank God they dropped that. That would not have, that would not work. Depends on what invasion um, it is. Yeah. How about if you're going to hire an assassin that they can actually shoot? Better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awful the shot. The person actually yeah. got two shots off, but one, like, actually without flying Cisco 
like he hadn't even took an error yet. Yeah. Yeah, so. I thought she maybe missed on purpose. Like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, do you think? Uh, oh. Yeah, I love the serialization, but I did feel we were missing a scene with Miles. I didn't really buy his escalation on the promenade or him wanting to leave all of a sudden. I thought I felt like there's another scene of like the tension building with him that we didn't get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love how pure 90s the assassination scene is. We get the slow-mo. We get the no. We get the John Malkovich reaching into the video camera. We get, I mean, this is pure in the line of fire. Like, the oh, inspiration for that scene was That's your session. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw the bodyguard, but, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I saw uh. This is from the uh, IMDb Goofs section. When Odo questions Quark on the promenade about ending Aquino's murder, you see Morn walking in the background from right to left. But a few moments later in the same scene, when Odo and Chief O'Brien are talking, you see Morn walking by the background again, also oh. from right to left. Oh, I shit. Gotcha, saw that. But I figure it was just two of the same species. Or he's just <laughs> jogging the promenade. I don't know. Only one Morn. Yeah, he just, yeah, he's mourning. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, was. Because you brought up Warren, one of the, the the rules of acquisition was like, once Warren leaves, you're done. That was like really a rule of acquisition. <laughs> That's not my point here. My point was like, is this the first time you hear that he logged out? Hmm. Huh? Aquino. Aqu- Aquino. Aquino. Aqu- right. Uh, and then the other scene I felt we were missing, like we didn't actually hear when have any violent rhetoric. So I didn't really buy Cisco blaming her. Like she was very sneaky about her evilness. Yeah. Yeah. No, she like. That final scene with with Kira confronting her when she just still doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. She's not sneering. She is creeping, and it's so good. Ah, <laughs> close. Nice. We only got through like seven on that one, but oh. that's all right. Hell of a way to end a season, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, best Star Trek first season ever. It's Maybe. A, well, Pretty damn good. I don't know. Stranger Worlds. I mean, it's it's the best first season I've seen. I mean, Strange New Worlds is good, but I think I was more impressed by this than Strange New Worlds. And, may, and that might have been an expectations game, but mm-hmm. uh, I yeah, I think percentage-wise, this had more home runs. Especially because it's it's running off the coattails of TNG, which kind of never found its kind of... it Like, already in one season, Deep Space it grabs Nine is... You. Season yeah. one of DS9 grabs you. Strange yeah. New Worlds, it's easy to say, but it's also $10 million an episode, and it mm-hmm. is, they know how to, like, they know much better how to grab people these days. Like, it is literally, right. yeah. there's math behind it. So, mm-hmm. uh, back in back in the early 90s, like, that's a hell of a powerful first season. Yeah. I also guarantee that O'Brien's like, thank God I jumped to this show. <laughs> oh, man. And and also his, his wharfy friend that's coming soon. I know, I can't wait, I can't yep. wait. Yeah, I mean, even though Strange New Worlds is like a direct sequel to another show, like I think the way this plays off of TNG 2 also adds to it like, oh, hey, you've been asking about these things that happen in TNG. Let's pick them up and do something with them. And yeah. I, that, I mean, that was that's been great. Yeah. 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 Way to go. Well, I was expecting a cliffhanger, but uh, honestly, I think this was very good for a single episode season one finale and uh, can't wait to see what happens in season two. And then especially as it Three or four where we really pick up. Three. Three. Oh, like, wow. The the finale to season two. I mean, the finale to season one lays groundwork that carries on for the rest of the series. Sure. And then sure. the finale to season two just is like, oh, here's another layer of shit that these characters have to wade through. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, to Rob's point earlier, I only know when by the name Kai wins. So I right. know she becomes Kai at some point. I mean, mm. that, but okay, that's so all. That's, and I don't know when or how. Predict, but like. 
the Burial storyline, I cannot wait for you guys yeah, to see I don't, where I, he goes. Oh, <laughs> so interesting. I can't wait. It's a really good show. John, why did you never tell me to watch the show? I don't. How have you kept this a secret? Because you have to start with TNG to appreciate this show. That's you true, have to. You true. have to. No, John's always told me how good the show is. Yeah. yeah. I've talked about it before, how I never, like, I don't remember the theme song. I don't remember any of the actors' names. And I, I don't know why that is, like, why the show is so, uh, yeah. It was a little more niche, for sure. Like, the actors' names. Every time I look at IMDb, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's Perry Farrell or whatever. Terry yeah, Farrell. Terry Farrell, yeah. Terry yeah. Farrell. It is, yeah. Sometimes, still, after one season, like, I'll be watching the credits and be like, oh, that name. I know that name. Is that a guest? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. That's just one of the regular actors. <laughs> I don't know what it is. What is yeah. it about the show that you can't, like, uh, it's like memento. It's got the memento disease. It's. I mean, it's been the curse and the, the I don't know, allure of DS9 ever since it came out of, like, it's always kind of been the the shadowy Star Trek, and yeah. it's so good. I think also people liked like the idea that it's not like a Federation ship; it's a station. Like mm-hmm. you can only be kind of a mediator in some sort. Like Cisco's running it, but he also it's different. Yeah, it's does, just it's a different his station. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Well, like the fact that they thought to include the assassin two episodes earlier into the cast, like mm. yeah, do that. That's like, huge. It's not yeah. that hard, is it? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It can't be. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I was like, "Oh, Neil, oh Neelix, that's somebody, right?" Oh, no, wait, that's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, even in in duet, we see two background Bajorans who are heavily focused on, and one is like, "Okay, obviously this guy's going to do something in the episode." You don't even think Neela's going to be, you know, there is going to be right. something, yeah. but like, yeah. They have the uh, privilege of writing off the coattails, but they also are doing their own thing. That doesn't mean TNG isn't wonderful either, but mm-hmm. uh, that's why I think when I finally, finally finished Deep Space Nine, I was like, it's kind of hands down Deep Space Nine. I mean, but only because TNG was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's absolutely a running because they walked kind of thing. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, that's season one, everybody. That's season one. All right. All right. Well, next time you hear us, we'll be doing the. Season seven premiere of The Next Generation into the final season, guys. And oh, season two, we're doing the DS 10 minute. Uh, we're going to talk about everything for 10 minutes. No. Someone uh, uh, challenged us to do, move to the DS 90 minute later. We'll, we'll see. Sure. I don't know. I've, I've been enjoying the nine minute format. It's pretty well, what, fun. What if what it's if fun. the fans chose one episode in the season that we did a ninety minute? Oh, that'd be that's interesting. a good call. I like that. Yeah. I mean, we did with this. Uh, we did with the the season premiere. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, that we should do that. We should Let uh, the fans choose, and then let's just <laughs> deep dive and ruin their fucking brains and hearts, and be like, God, that's yeah. what you did with that. Well, you asked for it. Yeah, <laughs> you counted the bar stools and quirks. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe the DS ninety seconds. We'll do. <laughs> well, that too. We, we should try and do that too. <laughs> anyway. All right, everybody. Well, thank you. Uh, you're so great for a season, and on to more. On to more. Cheers. On to more. Quarks. 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 Oh.